I'm jingling all the way down for Lazo. And I'm the marshmallow world that we live in, Caitlin Kay. And this is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. Holiday special 2023. Very merry special. Very merry special. Now, we didn't let you know that we were going to do a special, people listening at home or in your car or at work or whatever, because we didn't even know we were going to do this special. We did this whole two and a half Mm -hmm. hour episode for the Times Union, somewhat recently by our standards, and we promised you that that was it for us. We were done for the season, certainly done for the, the calendar year. And yet here we are, a scant few weeks later, recording something else. Caitlin, how did this come to be? Oh, it's scant. I had a vision. I had a vision because the weekend we recorded our last episode, that Sunday, I had the the honor of going to Medieval Times in Lyndhurst, New Jersey. And when I came home, I was thinking, why doesn't Medieval Times have a jingle? Because... They need, like, it's so easy. They need a jingle. It would be so easy to write one. Hey, I wonder if I could write one. So I, <laughs> I did write a jingle for Medieval Times, uh, which I could share if we have time. And Sounds like you're going to no matter what, <laughs> but keep going. As we talked about in the last episode, um, you cannot stop me from sharing my jingles. But I wrote one, um, I think, like, in the shower in, like, 15 minutes. And like Zoe Deschanel in the movie Elf, you're just singing in the shower. Yeah. All right, all right. I, I wrote the Medieval Times jingle, and then I thought, wow, I bet there are other businesses that really could have jingles but don't, and I think it would be a fun, fun, fun game if we gave each other the challenge of writing a jingle for a mystery business. Okay, well, I you and you approached me with this at a at a holiday ish party. We were at a St Andrew's Day party, um, yes. somewhat recently. A mutual friend of ours who had invited us both. Um, glorious party, lots of fun, uh, an annual tradition. A fellow podcaster. I hope he listens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh, Giles. If you're out there listening, thank you for for actually hearing us because we talked about mm-hmm. uh, each other's podcasts. And Giles has um, involvement in a lot of voiceover work podcasts mm-hmm. and 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 other um, creative you know, media side of things. He's got a great voice. Oh, he's an amazing voice. Uh, So good. So that I, so much so that I remember, you know, you know me, I I tell people I'm a singer. I like Mm -hmm. to sing. And I I recall years ago, Giles invited me to join a band. um, But he was like, but Don, you're not going to be the singer. I will. And I was like, oh, okay, Giles, I've not known you to sing. And he's like, well, you know, I got the voice for it. I'm going for it. I'm going to do it. And so I didn't end up joining the band, but it was like a legit band. Um, Seth, who was at that party, Mm -hmm. he was involved in it and, and a bunch of other really talented musicians. And if memory serves, it was kind of like Giles was like spoken word Americana. You know, that was that was the, the vibe he was going for. But they had like really interesting, like I think like a trombone and a horn and, you know, in addition to drums and bass and things like that. If Giles is listening, I know it, he, that he would get this reference, but it was like the R. Crumb and the Cheap Suit Serenaders. That was it, is what it's called? That That's a band that I think he would oh, that he would reference like. okay. for. And okay. I think that they sounded like, if I'm remembering that single correctly. All right. Very nice. So anyway, we're at the St. Andrew's Day party and Caitlin mm-hmm. pulls me aside. She's like, hey, let's let's come like uh, come get a drink. And I was like, oh, OK, I'd like to drink. And she's like, I got an idea for a holiday party, like a holiday special. Let's do it. And at first I was like, well, this is kind of crazy because we just wrapped the season. Mm-hmm. We made all the promises to people that they wouldn't have to hear from us for a while. But it was a unique idea. And, and we'll get into it in a little bit more mm-hmm. or in just a bit. Before, though, before we do that, 
Um, obviously, our most recent episode was our epic season two finale, The Times Union. Season we're your, two. Season two hours. Two, two and a half hours. Two we're, F-bombs. We're your source. Yeah, two hours, two F-bombs. Oops. Three, three jingles, all with the mm-hmm. same tagline from the same advertiser. Um, but it blew up. You know, it, it, it was released and it's, it's just blowing up. People seem to love it in terms of the number of people who have listened, who've tuned in. Absolutely. I'm not lying. I'm not making this up like, oh, you're going to hear this in the future and by then it will have blown up. Like I've been keeping an eye on the stats since its release and, and you know, people are reading the Times Union uh, I'm, I'm or, or listening to the, uh, the, the jingle, I should say, and listening to our episode. I'm mouthing really across the desk from Don because I thought that maybe he was just like gassing it up a little bit. No, I'm not gassing it up. And I don't want to share the exact you know number of listeners and stuff. But for us, it's good, right? Oh, absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anytime we do something involving the Times Union, whether it be being featured on the front page of their newspaper or being interviewed for a feature story about their jingle, mm-hmm. um, or in this case, doing an episode about their jingle, things go through the roof here. So us and the TU, we um, are intrinsically linked if that's the right use of the word intrinsically linked. is that right i don't know that sure sounds fancy intrinsic means like it's it's baked into who we are and that's what i meant so i use that yes. properly I, it's intrinsic to our podcast is it to you absolutely um so it's been blowing up but one thing that occurred during that episode mm-hmm. and i've listened to it several times which has taken many hours of my life away from me. Sorry. Um, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> but one thing that happened in that episode is you and I had a bit of a disagreement where I said, hey, <laughs> you said, oh, this guy from Blast Communications, he wrote the slogan, we're your source and the song. And that's what they used to create the, the campaign. Yes, that's what I had found in my research versus what you remember us being told in person. Yes. So according to me, and Caitlin was there too, mm-hmm. she was blinded by her desire to... You know, <laughs> my own ambitions. Her own ambitions. You know, She pitched jingle uh, alternate lyrics to this gentleman. Uh, we went out to lunch with Tom Cracker, as we call him. And, uh, and he said, no, you know, this whole thing is was it started with a contest like an Mm -hmm. internal you know suggestion box where everybody came up with slogans and he and another co-worker um came up with we're your source so they both came up with the idea and that was eventually selected and and utilized in the campaign um he's gotten back to us Mm -hmm. he's heard the episode he emailed me he said don you were right caitlin is wrong myself and another um Mm -hmm. co-worker from the circulation department both came up with the where your source tagline and then it was blast communication who ran with it so my recollection is correct and again in the podcast during the podcast Mm -hmm. i maintained that rose schneider's account of what had happened did not conflict she just said through surveying and other methods they came up with this slogan and and ran with it so the two stories are true rose schneider's feature Stating mm-hmm. that Blast Communications came up with it and, and, or, you know, utilized it is correct. And Tom Cracker, him saying that he uh, came up with it along with a coworker, also correct. So we're both right in a way. But did, I'm more right because you were wrong. <laughs> did Tom Cracker mention in the email uh, how much he enjoyed me 
ambushing him. Oddly with... absent uh, oh. from the email was... <laughs> he must have forgot about that part. But he remembered two other things. He wanted yeah. to remind us that he did indeed pay for our lunch, which was a, a question. Because yeah, you, I... you remember that. Of course I remember that. I remember every lunch I ever got paid for. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you're a very thankful uh, mm-hmm. person when it comes to free food, as most people are. So he said, yep, I did pay for it. But here's, here's the kicker that neither of us saw coming. Kick it. Tom Cracker, last name spelled K-R-A-C-K-E-R, pronounces his name Crocker. I'm pulling it up. Really? <laughs> I'm pulling it up. Why? All right. I think my phone turned off. I swear. Okay. He, in the email. Oh, here it is. Now, my phone woke up again because it, it says it's spelled Cracker. Well, it's so pronounced sorry. Crocker. <laughs> well, he never what? told us. I mean, we never... I don't think I have a voicemail where he said it like that. You know, the the band Uncle Cracker. Uncle Crocker. I suppose they're named the same way. Betty Croc, Betty Cracker? What's true anymore? It's hard to say. but So, Tom, Caitlin would like to issue an apology for doubting your story. Uh-huh. We now know you're right. Um, I would like to issue. Yeah, I I would like to issue an apology for saying that you know I didn't remember who paid for lunch, but it was definitely you. And then we would like to offer a joint apology for mispronouncing your name, even though we uh, said it out loud the way that it's spelled, and that's really on you, not us. But you should have told us. We're sorry. You know, we humiliated ourselves. (laughs) And we definitely uh, aren't making a big deal about it. So, Mm -hmm. so, but that's what's up, yo. You know, lots going on since then. Caitlin, anything new in your world before we move on to this uh, very excellent holiday special? Um, oh, I do want to say, I'm going to go get a Christmas tree tomorrow, and it's, I guess, sort of late in the season, and all the Christmas tree places are out of trees. We're trying to find a tree. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, you usually, if you do find a tree, like if you go to a Hewitt's or a True Value or... Even Once a, you cut your own. You, oh, cut your own, it's gone. Those people reserve those in like October or... We've never had a problem. We've never had a problem. But our regular our regular gig, uh, Majestic Tree Farm, is like, no more trees, guys. McDonough's Tree Farm is like, no more trees, guys. Uh, there's another farm that uh, I won't mention that got bad reviews for their trees, but they don't have any either. Oh, so wow. we may just have to get a pre-cut. Pre-cuts are not the end of the world, as long as you get them home and, and hydrate them ASAP. Um, we need a big boy, though. You do, Yeah, you have a, one of those large, you know, ceilings that the rich folk have. We need a 12-foot guy. Wow, yeah, you're going to have trouble with that. Because, I mean, how many seasons does a tree have to grow to reach 12 feet? Probably. A lot before I kill it. Well, no, I know, but, like, you see the tree farmers, like, growing all mm-hmm. year round. Like, it probably takes minimum one, but definitely two seasons to grow a six-footer, wouldn't you say? Uh, or minimum one, probably two, is what I mean to say. Our fans who are tree people, please write in. Any arborists want to chime arborists? in? Arborists, um, welcome to the jingle tree pod at uh, gmail.com. Anyway, that's what I'm doing, and I wanted to complain about why are there no trees? Because we could have gone the week of Thanksgiving, but I'm like, it's not December yet. I feel stupid. I gotta wait till it's at least December, and then last weekend it was pouring rain. Sure. And I had stuff to do. We didn't get out. And then this weekend is the only weekend to do it. And there's no trees. So this year we went artificial tree. Um, we always went artificial tree. No, no, no. So you're thinking back to when we all first met and hung out, you know, mm-hmm. um, before kids and such. Yes, we had an artificial tree. And it was like a low end but not dollar store brand, you know, artificial tree. It got the job done for mm-hmm. a number of years. But it was extremely, th- like, narrow. Like very, you know, pipe cleaner-ish. So eventually we got rid of it um, when we started, when we had kids. So maybe five, 
six years ago at this point because our, our oldest is six. Um, so we got rid of it. And then we started doing the real tree thing for the last five years. And fun-ish, but such a mess. I mean, you know, but it was hard to get on the – it was expensive. It was 100 bucks a pop, you know. Because you did pre-cut, I bet. No, we went to like – You cut it? So we would do pre-cut or we would go to um, – gets more expensive <coughs> pardon me like elms family farm or something the mm-hmm. one up in just north of clifton park and we would go and do the whole thing where you get on the tram and you go and you know you know they had it's funny that you mention it when we did go we always got the pre-cut ones even if we went to the tree farm itself um but it was a mess they the trees would constantly you know get dried out stuff everywhere we even had one that dried out so quickly that we had to return it and get another one. They were like, we're sorry, it shouldn't have done that. Here you go. I'm going to say it's because you got a pre-cut. I think those are pre-cut problem. It's the reason why we cut our own. I really think we've never... Yeah, they're a little messy because mm-hmm. it's a tree in your house. But we've never had like the instant death leaf drop problem. Well, that well, Here's the other problem, though. We keep our house at roughly 73 degrees, and that can't help. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, this room's pretty warm. Would you not agree? I am loving this room, but uh, our house is kept at 65, maybe 67. There's times where I wish that we kept it at that level, you know, at least at night when we were sleeping. But you, I like a they say you sleep better rest. in colder, colder. I prefer rooms, it. right? You just get the blankets, the weighted blanket that feels good. Oh, yeah. I like to feel the cool air in my nose. Oh, I for sure. Cool area. So anyway, I guess end of a boring story is that this year we went back to artificial because Mm -hmm. my parents they downsized and they were like well we can't store this luxurious tree and they had like a legit you know fake one and we're like we'll take it so we take it we've been storing it you know all summer and then we finally take it out and i put it up in two minutes i'm like this is great this thing looks like a million bucks like like flip up is one of those flippy ones um yeah i guess so like everything's attached and it just comes in three sections and you just put it and Mm -hmm. you spread out the the arms no the branches and then you decorate it and so i put it up in like five minutes I'm like jamie it's all done let's get those christmas lights up and jamie's like this is all wrong and she spent roughly an hour and a half going through every pine needle and you know how they have like wiry pipe cleaner just like zhuzhing it up so zhuzhing it up she went nuts and i was and she it was taking forever and i was like let me help you and then i would do a section of it and she'd be like it's all wrong you're doing it terribly mm-hmm. and she was so picky on it meanwhile owen our three-year-old is just walking around like stomping on ornaments just breaking anything glass which was spoiler alert all of it you know all the all the stuff that i had laid out ready mm-hmm. to decorate and he's just stomping on it it was crazy but in the end she roofed it up real nice and it looks great and we got it up like the day after thanksgiving so we've been christmasing hard since the day after thanksgiving I've got yeah I can't I can't Christmas until it's December. Unlike you, Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, today uh, for those that celebrate is the second night of Hanukkah. I knew that. I wished some friends a happy Hanukkah, both via text and also on Facebook. That is really kind of you. Is that, you I mean, can I get some credit here? You and I did it. And I did it on the first night of Hanukkah. You remembered, and um, you're ready for. Heaven? I'm feeling, well, I was going to say, do they believe in heaven? But they do. Right. It's the hell they don't like. Right in. <laughs> you got you got an atheist and a Catholic I'd here, also, so. I'd also like to point out that 
um, you completely identified exactly when we're recording this episode, even though it will definitely not air for weeks because the other episode only recently dropped. So you, you blew it, Caitlin. Well, it's because I wanted to set up that it's holiday time. It is holiday time. And that's why it's the holiday episode. And I, I pitched this episode to you as a holiday episode because I didn't think you would let me do it as a regular episode. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, yeah. It's special because it's not the rules. It, t- it took some, some convincing, and uh, but it wasn't much. Yeah, Deals were made. Deals were made, yep. You know, everything uh, has a price. But no, it was. I think it's really unique. And my concern, well, here. You tell you t- give us the format again. I know you you touched on it, but but really flesh it out for us, and then I'll tell you my concern. Um, a little bit of which I alluded to off the air. Okay, here's the format. So each of us pick. I did another oh, visible one, two, three, four, five, five. There are yes, five different businesses. I guess it could be products. That we think could use a jingle. That, that you think could use a jingle. That I think you could wrote use a this jingle list of five. That don't have one. So I put them in a bowl for Don. Don did the same for me. I did seven. Okay, so you, know. you have more of a choice. Uh, you asked off air if you could do f- pretend things, and I said yes, but you need a backstory because I'll need to know like what. What's the business? Who are the customers? Give me how long have they been? Is it a mom and pop shop? Sure, no, that's fair. And and I'll you know full disclosure, I did a mix of real ones, mm-hmm. fake ones, and also past ones. So there's some of these that used to exist in this area that are okay. no longer around, but they definitely once existed. I think if if you draw any of mine, you'll know what they do based on their name. Uh, but if you didn't, I put in parentheses what what they do. So. And if you ever need me to elaborate, I'd be happy to make up a backstory for you. One, there is one that I feel like we may share. I could see it happening. <coughs> okay, um, which one would that be? It is a local business that no longer exists. Okay. Well, why don't we get to it? So, so the plan basically is we're going to draw. Each of us are going to draw from this bowl we each have a bowl so Mm -hmm. you're gonna draw from the bowl i created i draw from your bowl and then what what do we do with this well then we it'll seem like only a second to you but it'll be 30 minutes for us and or less depending on when we're done we're gonna turn off the microphones and we're gonna write a jingle for this business to the best of our abilities within the time frame and then we're gonna read them to each other and you Okay. To your, to your merriment. So we get to. to so basically, merriment. this is. So we're gonna draw it, and then we have to make up a, a jingle for whatever we drew. Mm-hmm. And is there a grand prize for whoever does better? Are we gonna ask the fans at home to submit their votes? Yes, ask the fans at home. Fans at home to submit their votes, and ask the fans at home that if there are businesses that they think we should write a pretend jingle for, to please send them to us. And we would love to do another special of a jingle roulette in the future. Yeah, jingle roulette. I like the sound of that. And and because it has the word jingle in it, it sounds like a holiday thing. So. Exactly. Which is why I didn't I say I was jingle all the way down for Alazo in the beginning. I tried to work that in. You may have it. I said something about jingles. I'm sure it was that. And I will jingle all the way if mm-hmm. I have to. Um, all right. So let's go ahead, Caitlin. Why don't um, I draw from your bowl first? Would that be okay? Draw from the bowl. All right. So I'm going to grab your bowl. Right over here. Don't draw for mine yet. We're okay. gonna do this. We gotta draw this out. <laughs> we're only 
19 minutes in. All right. So the one I've drawn is... Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it Pretty Nails? Pretty Nails, Pretty yeah. Nails, okay. All right, so we got Pretty Nails. That, that I could work with. Do you want to give me... Do you know anything about them or no? Um, I know that... I cannot even tell you where it is, but I have driven by this nail salon uh, multiple times. It might be in Troy, and every time I think... Hmm, pretty nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and for my research, Says like when we is. break when we break off we have our half hour. Can we each like do a little Googling, try to get a little bit of a sense of the business if we want to, or is this straight from the heart? Um, my instinct was straight from the heart, but I think it would be allowed to do a little um jingling or googling <laughs> for inspiration. All right. And are we trying to entertain? Are we trying to make the client like what they hear and hopes that Pretty Nails is going to call us and say, you know what, I'd like to see that uh, become a reality. I think it's up to you. Okay. I think it's up to you whether you want to entertain or you want to go serious. You know what, I'm going to go funny, but if nobody laughs, I'm going to say that I was trying to be uh, serious about it. Well, sometimes like jingles, good jingles are funny anyway. Oh, some of the best. Some of the best. All right, so I've got Pretty Nails, so I will be working on that as my uh, off-air homework assignment. Caitlin, what about you? Are you going to go ahead and draw something from, from yes. that there paper bowl? Don't pick the top one. The top one's the worst, but the bottom one might not be any better. So, Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Pizza Kings, Pizza and Wings. <laughs> is this real? No. <laughs> this Okay, this is a good one. Yeah, I thought that we could work with that. I gave you some some like good ones, and I gave you some hard ones. And I, I drew a hard one, didn't I? You drew a hard one. That's um, okay. Should we talk about some of the other ones that were in the bowl? or say I would actually like to do, let's do this. Let's break. We'll do our, our brainstorm sessions independently. We'll present our jingles, and then afterwards we can talk about some of the rejects okay. uh, that, that didn't make the cut today. All right. Um, so any questions about the formalities here? No, I don't think so. I'm very excited. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have Jingle Roulette ready to present to you. Be back soon. Bye-bye. And we are back. Caitlin, it took just uh, exactly a half hour to do what we wanted to do, but that did include... um, us talking about some formalities and then eventually mm-hmm. getting a, a refill on our beverages. So I, I like to think that we're pretty efficient workers when it comes to writing a jingle from scratch. Uh, what, do you, what were your thoughts? I on mean, that I exercise? don't want to toot on horns, but like we're good. I mean, we're I, good. I know I'm good based on what I wrote, but and our- I know I'm good and I believe in you. And I think we're both very talented, smart people. And I'm like, you know, with us, a half an hour is all you need. All right. you're really good so so let's find out how confident you are um mm-hmm. do you want to read yours first knowing that i'm a coming for you or do you want me to go knowing that it might completely steal your thunder like i mean like or 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 are you just so confident that it doesn't matter like i'll start saying mine and then you'll interrupt me and do yours because you know it's that much better like where, where are we where's your head at with this um okay well how about we do it one verse did, did at a time. We, did we say on air what we picked? Yes, we did. Didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah, we okay. did. Yeah, we absolutely did. We drew so it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I picked, long time actually, ago. they both begin with P. I picked pizza nails. P, I'm sorry. Nope. P- <laughs> nope, you didn't pick that. It's not a real one. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Um, pizza King. Pizza Kings. Oh. P. 
Pizza Kings pizza and wings. Are you, do you need to adjust your jingle Just now? slightly. <laughs> throw um, an S on there? Pizza Kings, pizza and wings, and you got pretty nails. So, I mean, alphabetically, I guess I should go first. All right, so we'll do that. But before we do, tell us about your process, you know, because you had a half hour. I know you laid on the floor to write this. <laughs> You're like, I have to be on the floor. And, I'll, and then you just laid down like it was a summer camp and you were because doing your math homework. I didn't have... doesn't make sense. There's no math homework in summer, but, you know. <laughs> summer camp you went to. Mathlete summer camp. <laughs> I didn't have a keyboard, which is how I am used to writing. I'm a whole lot faster on a keyboard. And for some reason, if I'm writing with my my little fingies with a pen and paper, it just felt better to be on the floor like a little keyed. Okay. Um, so yeah, lay, lay on the floor and thought about um, king puns originally. You're going for puns. Okay. I was going for some, but that's what first came to me when I thought about pizza king. Okay. You got... You got a king, and it rhymes with wing, so that's a gimme right there. Um, other king stuff. It actually reminded me of the Medieval Times one that I worked on, kind of. Okay. Uh, and I, as I was writing it, I knew I wanted to make sure I got the name of the business in there quite a bit. Good. Good for you. Good and for them. Good for them. And I thought with this particular business that they might want room for a donut, because they're Pizza King Pizza and Wings, and they might have some some things they want to promote. So are we going with Pizza King's Pizza and Wings or Pizza King Pizza and Wings? Either one's fine. They'll rebrand for you because they're a fake, they're a fake uh, you know, one of my fake ones I put in there. Okay, well, it doesn't make a difference until I get to the end. So let's, whatever you are most comfortable with. I'm happy calling it Pizza King Pizza and Wings. Because, like, it's not Burger King's burgers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm the Burger King. He's the Pizza King. And this is the Pizza King in this case. Okay, well, uh, here I present Pizza King's Pizza and Wings. I thought of a rough tune. I think I am. You can hum it or, or just give it I'm, to us a little bit. I think I stole the tune from something else. Okay. It's okay. When you got a hunger that's royally kicking, Pizza King, Pizza King. When you trade your kingdom for some cheese pie and chicken, Pizza <laughs> King, Pizza King. Let the monarch of munchies take care of dinner. It's made fresh to order and the flavor's a winner. Pizza <laughs> King, Pizza King. Hark, the Pizza King speaks. <laughs> Let it be known. I have decreed my <laughs> weekly specials to be one free liter of Pepsi brand soft drink with the purchase of a medium pie or larger. <laughs> Additionally, boneless tenders are BOGO, lemon pepper flavor only. <laughs> so if you want a feast that's fit for a ruler, where the pizza is hot and the service is cooler, Pizza Kings, pizza and wings. Oh my God, it is perfect. It is better than anything I could have imagined. That was amazing. Here you go. Uh, I've got my favorites. I was jotting them down. Royally kicking. Yeah, royally kicking. <laughs> the monarch of munchies. <laughs> um, and it's fit so for stupid. a rule. And fit for a ruler. It's like you know, it's like he rules. Um, but the best part is when he goes hark, <laughs> and then he, in the first person, declares mm-hmm. like you know the law of the land. Let the pizza ki- <laughs> the pizza king speaks, and then that's his donut. And he's every every week he says, "I have decreed my weekly specials to be." <laughs> And he says in this... That rhymes, too. I've decreed my weekly uh-huh. specials to be... It could almost be, like, to the beat as he says it. 
And this week, <laughs> it was uh, it was one free liter of Pepsi brand soft drink with the purchase of any medium power larger and Bogo boneless tenders, but lemon pepper flavor. That was only. my favorite part. Like the fact that he was like, listen, I'm not giving you you know hickory barbecue or or you know no and you can't mix you can't be like one hickory barbecue and then one uh, buffalo you yeah, gotta no, do lemon no. pepper because we got somebody ordered too much lemon we have pepper. too much lemon pepper no it's not moving but that's why it's on special mm-hmm. it's gonna expire like this stuff has a shelf life folks if you love lemon pepper it's a uh, that was amazing so you because you mentioned you were gonna do puns and um yeah and i didn't know like you were looking for like puns based on the royalty it didn't even occur to me that you were going to lean into the, the royal aspect of yeah. being a king i thought it was all just going to be about the food and no. <laughs> it was a beautiful mix of both i am thrilled by how well that how good that came out it oh was thank a, you <laughs> um anything anything that you loved about your own uh um, jingle you know you like your own cooking in that i get high on my own supply every time i write a jingle uh, I laughed several times because it was so stupid. And the first thing that made me laugh was royally kicking. Just so stupid. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that ever, but I had to rhyme with chicken. Here comes chicken. Yeah, it's royally kicking. Um, I don't, I couldn't place the, the melody that you utilized. Um, if it, it, it vaguely reminded me of like, Totino's pizza, Totino's pizza rolls, or or um, uh, pizza I... on a bagel. You can eat pizza anytime, like something like that, like one of those frozen food jingles that like mom is supposed to be like, that's an easy snack I can do for my kids on the mm-hmm. go. Like, but I couldn't place it, so I think you might have accidentally been original. Even what I think I stole it from was a jingle that is on my docket to talk about, but we have not done it yet. Is Water Country. Water country. When the sun is blazing and the weather gets hot, water country, water country. I think I kind of maybe All stole right. that for Pizza King, Pizza King. I'd like to do the water country one. But listen, you, you mm-hmm. drew inspiration from greatness, it sounds like. Um, you made it their own. <laughs> Pizza King was said many a times. Which that is, is what I think a good jingle makes. Which is, no, seriously, like we've done plenty of jingles that don't hit on the advertiser name nearly enough. Like, What's the one, um, the restoration one that we did? Uh, oh boy, was it, was Professional it per- fire restoration, cleaning up a situation, ceiling to floor, even better than before. No, that one is, that one's good. That one actually says it a plenty. And what are you thinking of? Only I don't remember. There was something that we did. Oh boy, this is not good podcasting where you look. Does everybody remember the thing we did? There was like a Kenny Rogers type Bruce Springsteen song. It wasn't professional fire restoration. It was something else. Maybe it was. I don't know. I found the line. You're in it for the long run. <laughs> that's Utica Club. You know what? That's actually a good example of what I'm trying to convey, which is like, you don't know that's a Utica Club commercial until like... Jenny. It, oh, it was a Jenny. Jenny. Sorry. You don't, see, Seen there you go. yesterdays. No, but seriously, like the fact mm-hmm. that I was confusing it, I knew it was a beer from like central to western New York. Yeah. And yet I didn't remember which because that jingle, though catchy is, you know, as heck and, and really makes you laugh, doesn't really scream the brand until mm-hmm. the very end <clears throat> when they say, you know, the tagline. Yours said the tag, you know, the, not the tag, but the advertiser throughout. No question about it. That's Pizza King, Pizza and Wings or Pizza Kings, Pizza, pizza and Wings, Kings. depending on which which uh, version of the brand. I added an apostrophe S at the end for Pizza nice. and Wings. <sighs> All right, that was yeah, awesome, Kaylin. Okay. I love it. All right, mine <clears throat> was for Pretty Nails. Pretty Nails. Um, this one's kind of a swinging tune. Give so. us some background. What did you, because you 
Pizza Nails is... Or, Pizza Nails, wow. Yeah, I mean, we do not want to combine these advertisers. <laughs> Nobody wins. Pretty Nails is real. Um, and I've seen the sign and thought it was kind of cute and funny. Uh, and you actually looked them up. And maybe the reviews are uh, not so pretty. Yeah, I mean, you know, they had a bunch of reviews, you know, so they're mm-hmm. going to have some happy customers and some sad customers. But, um, but you know, I looked them up. I know where they're located. I knew their hours. Um, uh, and I knew how many reviews they had. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much my inspiration. Everything else was just going for the rhyme, baby. So I jumped on. My process is whenever I write a song, serious or otherwise, I jump on a, a website called rhymezone.com. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just say, okay, what's the word I'm looking to rhyme with? And they give you a one, two, three, four syllable words that all rhyme with it. And then I look at the rhyme and then I build, if I see a word that I want to end a sentence with, I, I build something in front of it and I go, oh, that, that sounds like it could mm-hmm. belong. So, so that's basically what I did. Um, so this is a tune uh, that I've used for fake jingles in my own mind in the past. So, okay. so the tune was not written uh, at the moment, but the, uh, the jingle lyrics were. So well, this is Pretty Nails. <clears throat> If your fat fingers have tipped the scales, you're gonna wanna find your way to pretty nails. When on vacation or out on bail, there's always time to get yourself to pretty nails. Pretty nails will never fail, it's pretty freaking true. Cause they got 3.7 stars on their Google reviews, yes they do. So save some money, don't save the whales. Nobody's got a lower price than Pretty Nails. Don't be a hater, let love prevail. The ladies in your life will love Pretty Nails. Hudson River Commons in Troy, same plaza as the last remaining friendlies in Rensselaer County. God, I know it was Troy. I know it was when you go up that hill. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's over there. It's, that's where I've seen it. That's where it is. That's Pretty Nails. Yeah, that's Pretty Nails. And I got a modulation in the end there, uh-huh. which is which is very important to me. Don't save the whales because they don't have nails. Save your money. Don't save the whales. <laughs> like, they don't need pretty nails. Yeah. We don't need to like dedicate any time or resources to, to the whales when you could have some pretty nails. So that's that's my jingle, baby. You rhymed nails with many things. Oh, I sure did. You said you would know that this is nails. Nails, nails, nails. And you know. It always ends with pretty nails. I was going for that. You got the fact that uh, they're probably pretty quick because if you're out on bail. Yeah, you might not have time. Just a little bit of pretty nails. We're on vacation or out on bail. You could Either situation. Also, if you have like elephantitis of the hand, <laughs> they'll accommodate any size. Your fat fingers have tipped the scale. <laughs> you have gigantic hands. They'll lift them into your nails. You're going to want to find your way to pretty nails. If you can, you monster. <clears throat> Um, I really did enjoy uh, Don't Be a Hater, Let Love Prevail. <laughs> like, but they have 3.7 stars on their Google reviews. Yes, they do. <laughs> I used Yes, They Do as the <laughs> modulator. Um, but yeah, they really do have 3.7 stars. So out of all my research that I did, you know, leading up to like what I was going to do, all I did was identify they were next to a Friendly's restaurant, which used to be very prevalent in this area. Mm-hmm. And now there's only a couple. And, uh, and also they had 3.7 stars uh, on their reviews. Yeah, I'm realizing this this might be gendered because you might not know about nail stuff. Mannies and petties and such. Yeah, like you might not know Cuticle nail, pushing, perhaps. nail words to use. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, no, I and I even tried to work in Manny Petty and then I that was like an alternate verse and I, I just mm-hmm. deleted it. <laughs> Is the group that sings this song the acetones? I don't know who sings that song. I mean I just I like you, acetone. 
I think me, like I think male thing. like acetone is something they use for like taking nail oh, oh I see what you're saying so you're saying like is there a fictional band yes. that comes in it's like ladies and gentlemen the, the acetones. acetones and then they sing the song okay sure I thought you for a second I thought you meant that there was a band that I was ripping off yeah this is not exactly fair because you don't necessarily know nail things I, again I know the word cuticle uh, pizza nails hang nails you know the word pizza nails yes. It's like it's like saying that we're going to review a logo today. <laughs> I just, now I haven't done that. <laughs> you haven't done that. I miss that. That was classic you. I've a scant uh, four months ago. Trained myself to not do it. So so that was fun, Caitlin. I really enjoyed that exercise. I would go um, to pre-nails. I had so much fun. I could not wait to flop down on the floor and write my pizza cake jingle. S- speaking of the floor, anything on the cutting room floor? Anything that you wanted to uh, put in there that you would have would have been able to? Squeeze in if you could have. I have one alternate that I cut just because I, I didn't need it. Uh, no, one take. One take. Oh, there's not even there's, there's some scratches. There's a couple cross hops because I realized the rhythm did not work. Yeah. Um. So when I write, like, I'll actually I'll just put a line. I'll say like, okay, this line, this line, and then I'll start to arrange them and say this one belongs in the third verse, second verse. This one is an extra, you know, and I'll I'll sub it in and see if I like it. You don't do that. You know, I did that for the Times Union spec jingle mm-hmm. because there were so many things that I wanted to work in that I wrote them out of order and then so like kind of made them fit. See where they would go. Rhyme yeah. And see where they would go. This one I did not. This one I wrote from tip to tail so, in one take. So the only alternate I had was through rain and thunder or snow and hail. You're really, really, really going to love. You're really, really. <laughs> You'll really, really, really love pretty nails is what pretty it was. Pretty nails. Um, so, so this whole, and I'll give you the background of, of this melody because mm-hmm. my friends and I used to, um, talk about this guy that went to college with us who was an on-air personality on the college television station. And he had kind of like a, a lower, like baritone John Madden type voice. Mm-hmm. His, name, his name is Keith Hannon and Keith, um, you know, would, would call all the football games in college and he would host TV shows on the college television station. And he just had this great voice and he was a great, you know, personality, really fun guy too. Nice guy. And we like started to develop a character of him, like a caricature of him. Um, And so I came up with the idea that he was trying to sell Cinnabon. (laughs) (laughs) Probably that would have been a good one to put in there. So, so the jingle went, my name's Keith Hannon. I'm number one. I really, really, really like Cinnabon. And like, that was like basically what we would hum. Mm -hmm. And then the, the the middle section the bridge of the song went cinnabon is the number one it's cinna freaking true Cine-freaking. what's a cinna guy like me supposed to cinna do mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like and it was just like him being keith hannon and liking cinnabon that was like the entire premise and me and my friends were just like humming around and like lovingly like we weren't making fun of keith like he's an awesome dude and has a great voice but we're like what if keith hannon had to sing the cinnabon jingle and it went like this just truly enjoyed it is so so I, I stole the melody from that i you know anybody who listens to this podcast who knew me uh, back in 2005 through 7 would immediately recognize the tune jamie included my wife um but but yeah that's that, that's where the melody came from so full disclosure so caitlin mm-hmm. we both have big bowls of crumpled yes. up papers uh, in front of us You've got more than I do because I gave you more choices. Why don't we alternate here? Why don't you pull out one of the ones that could have been but wasn't? I will say that you, there's some ones that I thought would be very easy for you. There's some ones that I thought would be harder. You picked one that I thought would be harder. Okay. You picked one of the ones that I 
didn't have my heart in when I wrote it. Mm. But it was a fake one, but so yeah. I thought that one was easy because so many like things rhyme with wings. Well, I also thought about which I didn't even do in here. Well, king but, and wings rhyme. Yes. But I also thought to myself, um, we've you know looked at our fair share of pizza, pizza places. places. Mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast started when inspired by pizza place. So I thought it would be something we could work off of. But what do you got there? What'd you pick? Okay. This is Tony the Taylor. All right. So Tony the Taylor, real business, like two doors down from here. He's great. I mean, he's a real guy, you know? So that would have been kind of fun mm-hmm. if you had written Tony a, a jingle. There's lots of stuff you could do with like clothes. Yeah. Like bringing it in, letting it out. That's what Tony the Taylor is all about. You, you won't know? lose your shirt at Tony the Taylor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're coming apart at the seams, Tony Taylor makes a close of your dreams. Yeah, or, or is happy to dry clean. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things. So so that's Tony. All right, let me draw one uh, of yours. This one is Auntie Anne's pretzels. Okay. Not a lot rhymes with pretzels, so I would have had to work. That was that was one of the hard ones. Yeah. I I could have worked on it. I mean, you know, they're, they're a chain. I, my heart would not have been in that one. So. But it was one of the ones that I thought it's in the area and you know what it is and they could really everybody knows them so why don't they have a jingle it's true maybe that's why they don't they're mm-hmm. like we're so well known i mean we're in the mall but a lot rhymes with ands do they also have see i get them mixed up because maybe they are located or traditionally located in the part of the mall where this store is as well but you ever see those giant pizza-sized cookies oh yeah it's Do, like, does annie ann offer those or is that just at a neighboring business and i'm just like melding them together it's in my called mind? like the, before COVID, my office is near the mall, and I used to like walk in the mall like an old person on my lunch. And I th- it's called like cookie shingle or something. Cookie shingle? That's probably no, not like what it's cookie, called. But a, a word for a big thing like cookie, cookie paver or cookie. Uh, what's this masonry? Cookie carpet or something. Cookie restaurant. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. And uh, they do. So I think they might have been across from Annie Ann's. But I always think of the pizza. How luxurious would that be? Every time we walk by it, the cookie place smelled great. And you're like, oh, it's a cookie cake. Mm -hmm. Everybody would love that. It had a little ring of frosting around the outside as if it was like crust of a pizza. And then they wrote like happy anniversary on it. But it was just a big chocolate chip cookie, right? Yeah, they have those. You know what they also have in the mall? I want that. I I want that for me. (laughs) From 2019 is that they have a place called like, it, it has some stupid name. But it's cookie dough that you eat. And they like will give you a scoop of cookie dough like it's ice cream, and you eat it with a spoon. Okay, I'd be I'd be game for that. I do that in ice cream form all the time. End Just of life dough <laughs> scoops. I don't know what it's called, but it, it like once you're no longer out on bail, you're back in, in on death row, and you're like you can have one of these. Like life, I'd, life like that could no be longer. that could be your choice of death. Like method of death, they're like, "There's a lot of raw eggs in this, son. Like, this is gonna be your end." He's like, "I want it." Well, there's signs all over that's like, "It's okay, guys. It's really okay. We swear, there's no eggs in it. You can just eat this. Like, it's you just don't put eggs in it. That's it. Yeah, because they that that dough has no intention of rising, Mm -hmm. so that or 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 needing to be like bound together outside of its concentrated. I've made vegan cookie dough many a time, so you could just oh, you just don't need the egg. That's you could just house that as much as you want. That's true. All right, that's good. Anyway, okay. All right, draw another one. What else What else uh, could have been? Clifton Country Car Wash. I would have been mad if I got this. Oh, so that's right across the street from here. And I think that could have been fun. Clifton Country Car Wash. You got the three Cs. This one, I feel like I would probably go a little, like, cheeky and blue with. 
Good. You were supposed to. I'd probably be like soap in your bumper. and <laughs> Yes. Like that type of thing. I think that's the direction I'd probably go. Soap in your tailpipe. That would have been a good visual. Yeah. We're, we're swabbing the tailpipe and soap in the bumper. You've never been. Your car's so cleaner. You really like to hump her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's yep. so much you could do with Clifton. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Country car wash. Um. Yeah, that, okay. Well, So you're glad you didn't get that one? I'm glad I didn't get one, but now that I'm talking myself into it, I could have probably made myself laugh, and that's it, all that matters. It's such a mom and pop like type of thing. Like It's not a corporate car wash. It's not you know mm-hmm. Mr. Speedy's car wash or something. Like it's, You can tell it's a single location. Like I, I feel like that's the kind of place that would need a jingle to, to stand out. Yeah. So, so I, I think it could have been well-deserved, which is why I included it in my list to you. We'll give you a buff. We'll make it shine. Fit it in on your lunchtime. There's so much mm-hmm. for Clifton Country Car Wash. Okay, let me see what else uh, we have in this list here from you. Jeepers, food, fun, and a monkey. That's the one <laughs> I wish you got. So Jeepers was a real place. I think we might have talked about this at one yeah, point on the, the pod. It was food, fun, and a very sad, abused monkey. So, Every Je- location so Jeepers was like an indoor play gym, like Chuck E. Cheese style place, but they actually had a real monkey in a cage at every location. Or just the one location that we was? We were um, too old for it when it was around. It was like the era Nobody's of... Nobody's too old for animal abuse. <laughs> Please look at a sad monkey. Uh, it was the era of like indoor indoor playgrounds and it was Jeepers and then it was like Stomping Ground was at the same time and they were all in like, if you were around here, Crossgates Commons. Like they were yeah, all yeah, yeah, in yeah, that okay. area. It was Jeepers, it was Stomping Ground, it was another one called like crazy place or whatever but there was a lot of them and jeepers was one of them and it was jeepers food fun the monkey <laughs> kids look i want to see the monkey like the monkey's dead kids let's go it was, yeah, we're going location. to dz discovery zone that's another one dz discovery zone yeah. discovering what i can do on my own i could jump swing crawl or mountain mm-hmm. climb i'm going dz yeah it's one of a kind <laughs> yeah i like dz although my knees hurt because i was mm-hmm. like 12 when it opened and i was like i shouldn't be here all right, go ahead and draw one. Uh, what else okay. What else do you have in my suggestion list um, for you? Shane's Rip Shack. Is this one real? Or that right? one is real. That so, one is real. Yeah, there's a... Do you know where Dog House is in Clifton Park? You don't. It's a, it's a beer garden. Is that hot dogs? It's all, it's all like fancy hot dogs and, and a large beer list. And they have... Like, they have a vegan hot dog? They do. They have Beyond Bratwursts and, and oh. Impossible Burgers and such. The only my mm-hmm. only complaint is they're like, oh, you can't have like the traditional hot dog bun. Like you need to do it on a French roll. And you're like, I don't want to eat a hot dog on a French roll. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they occupy the former space of Shane's Rib Shack. So, so that's and I only know it because I went to like Google Street View and I was like looking. I was looking for businesses, you know, for inspiration. I was like Shane's Rib Shack. That's where Dog House is now. And but I wrote it down anyway. Okay, I'm putting these in order of like ones that I would have been excited to get, and I'm putting Cliff. Now I've talked myself into Clifton Country Car Wash, number one. Tony the Tailor, number two. Shane's Rib Shack, number three, because it's just it's hard to say. Shane's Rib Shack. There's too many like Shane yeah. Shack. Yeah, and it had like Comic Sans font throughout uh, the logo. Yeah, that's the reason why Shane is not occupying his Rib Shack anymore. Um, you go now i think because i just drew the jeepers one right jeepers let's go okay stellar toys it's a vintage sci-fi toy store so that's a real former place mm-hmm. and like 
it's where I went to buy Star Wars toys as a child, as like a 12-year-old boy, you know, in the mid, early to mid-90s. I guess it would have been mid-90s. Um, and there was nowhere else to buy these things. There was no internet to, or the internet was there. I wasn't using it right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you had to go to this store to buy vintage Star Wars toys. And they had Star Trek and comic books and stuff like that. Uh, it was in Albany, where Albany Shaker Road meets Osborne. Um, it's been knocked down since. I think there's a lot of mileage there with stellar toys. Yeah, you would have a lot of fun. I mean, you could name drop all the mm-hmm. sci-fi movies you love. <laughs> name one that's not Star Trek or Star Wars. Planet War Time. Planet War Time. Planet War Time. You're going to say Planet of the Apes. I'm like, there's I not, mean, I really like not a big toy franchise, uh, but Planet okay. Planet War Time 2 is the best one of the franchise. Um, that would have been a tough one for you, I think. I don't some there based on that sentence that uh, you just told me it's, said. it's galactic i don't know that would have been a struggle so i love that place I, I we would go in they had like a little fishbowl where you could get dollar figures that like you know didn't have any you know little plastic guns with them and their mm-hmm. limbs were extremely loose um <laughs> loose limbo and uh this story won't matter to anybody except for me but they had in the display case like the higher end figures that were like extremely rare like we got this like 1979 han solo figure but it's a variant because his head is smaller than the original release of han so everybody referred to this guy as small head han mm-hmm. and that's the one you wanted because it looked wanted more small head han. it was it was a variant but it also was more realistic to harrison ford than than the initial you know 1977 or 78 release i guess mm-hmm. it would have been 78 um so the guy, I'm like, could you, you take that out of the case for me? He's like, oh, of course, my good sir. His name was Paul, who owned mm-hmm. the store. And he's like, yes, as you can see, I have a, a mint condition small head Han, you know, for your viewing pleasure. It's, you know, a, a mere like $45 or something in 1995, which is some astronomical mm-hmm. number that, you know, a kid who doesn't have any sort of job, you know, cannot afford. And I'm like holding it. I'm like, oh, yes, indeed. You know, like in a little... What's the little glass that you wear over your oh, eye? Like a jeweler's loop? A jeweler's thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like looking at it like, indeed, yes, I can see that this is all original paint. And then I drop it and his arm pops off. Oh, no. And like the guy, Paul, was shocked because like this is like one of his high value items in the store. And my friend's dad goes, how do you feel, Paul? And Paul how is do you just, feel, Paul? Like, why would you ask Paul, we know how Paul feels. He feels like his business is going under before his eyes because 12 year old Don dropped $45 Han Solo on the ground and he exploded on impact. Did you have to buy $45? No. So he's like, How do you feel, Paul? And Paul just goes, I'm bummed. I'm bummed. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm pretty sure that's what led to the store closing. Did you ever come back? Oh, I'm sure I went back many times and I would buy like, I'll take the uh, $7, you know, C-3PO where his limbs are removable. And he's like, yeah, that'll get me back in the green. Thanks, mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> or back in the black, I guess. But um, yeah, so I have a lot of fond memories about that place. The building's been knocked down. It was an empty lot. But every time I drive by it, I, I shake my head. Yes, it's a good place. For stellar toys. Huh? For stellar toys. R.I.P. Small Head Han. <laughs> in your arm. I eventually did purchase a Small Head Han, but not from Paul. Do you still have it? No, I sold all my uh, vintage Star Wars toys in the uh, early 2010s, um, and then I started to buy them back in the late 2010s when I had kids. So, like mm-hmm. up up there, I got like a vintage Millennium Falcon. It's not the one I had as a kid because I had sold that one, mm-hmm. and then you know, some seven years later, 
bought it back for double the price because the prices have gone up since I sold everything. So how it goes. Misplayed, but all right. Next one I've drawn is W B O'Connor's or W B O'Connor Church Goods. Yes. That's a real place? Yeah, they're in Latham. They've been around since nineteen twenty one. I used to pass. Oh, it it's all on the Route time. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's a hard one. Is it a so it's a supplier for churches to buy like their chalices and their tabernacles? I looked this up because uh, famously I don't go, uh, not of that persuasion. Mm-hmm. But you can get like candles. You can get the uh, get your first communion candle. The nummy nummy crackers. Uh, That's called the host. You can get the host unconsecrated host. You can get yes. your first communion dresses. You can get candles. You can get like your like figures. Oh, are you trying to say Jesus? You can't say it because you're atheist. Is that the problem? You can't like, say his name or else your lips like catch Mary's on fire. Always going like... <laughs> for those who can't see, which is everybody except for me, Caitlin yes. is kind of sarcastically looking in the air and like shrugging her hands up like as if to pray, you know, but but again, sarcastically so. Crowns so. of blood. Crowns um, of blood. Those yes. things. You can get your... Uh, I would have had... People... Too much fun with that. I'm glad I didn't get it because I would have had too much fun and then my mom wouldn't talk to me anymore. I wish she would. She was pleased when I told her that um, Francis of Assisi came up on the prior pod- podcast and, and how you you know like uh, animals so much that you wanted to be Caitlin of Assisi. Well, my, my business would be Assisi Pet Care. <laughs> Assisi Pet Care. It's Assisi as one, two, three. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I just thought of it, baby. That's really good. <laughs> well, now you have to run with it. It's a thesis. One, two, three. <laughs> so thesis. Like, you, like, get somebody with like an extreme lisp to say it. Someone's like, what What did that person say? It's a thesis with blinds to go. <laughs> All right. Uh, your turn to draw. What else? Is that the last one? No, I got two more. Okay. Bennett's Bonnets and Baby Supplies. So Bennett's Bonnets and Baby Supplies. That's a made up one. Bennett's Bonnets and Baby Supplies. Everything you need when your baby cries. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Every single baby thing before your eyes. Mm-hmm. For that little thing that shot out between your thighs. <laughs> we won't help you make it, but we'll help you take it. To oh, sputter school. and stop. Yeah, well, you know, bonnets and baby. Like, they lead with bonnets and they're like, we better expand to baby supplies because, like, you need maybe one bonnet in your life. How many bonnets can we sell? You gotta have baby supplies. One per baby, max. Bennett's bonnets and baby supplies. Indeed. All right. Um, I've got one more to pick here. Mm-hmm. Because um, you gave me less than I gave you. You didn't spend much time, obviously. Camp Bow Wow. So that's a dog boarding place, and we've brought mm-hmm. our dog there in the past. R.I.P. Butters. Um, Camp Bow Wow. That would have been fun, uh, you know, writing about a dog boarding uh, kennel. That would have been fun. That I thought was a good one. There's lots of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have a dog sing the whole thing from its perspective, which so, I thought would be So fun. I'm picturing it's a TV commercial. The dog is just barking, but there's like a, a bouncing ball over text, like mm-hmm. saying what the dog is trying to say. Well, my parents go away. It doesn't have to be so rough. Camp Bow Wow, there's plenty of things to do. That rhymes perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that would have actually been a lot of fun, although I wish you got it because I think you would have done a really good job with that one. These were all ones that I would have liked to do. Oh, okay. I see what it is. It's a lot of wishful thinking like, well, Don, if you can't handle it, let me just take that and, and completely like I thought it would be fair. Like, outdo I didn't, you. I didn't want to give you anything that I would not want to do because I'm nice. Okay. What's the last one you got there? The last one is Saigon Spring, Vietnamese food. So we that, have been there. So that's a real place. That one probably would have been the worst, um, but 
we had so much fun doing the Koto experience. I feel like, what was the woman's name who we determined had sang the song? Her name was uh, Jenny. I think it was Megan, and she is a vocal performance minor. (laughs) Yes. You know, a completely Caucasian vocal performance minor Mm -hmm. who, you know, maybe comes out of retirement to sing a song for Saigon Spring. Her uh, relative threw her a bone when she was home for uh, Easter break, and uh, she did her very best. I wonder wonder how it would have gone. Like, experience the Saigon. Like, it's the same song, but... Experience the spring. Experience. (laughs) Experience a bowl of pho or pho. Depending on how you say it. It's very Vietnamese. Perfect rice noodles every time. Saigon. Saigon. The Saigon Spring Vietnamese food. (laughs) Well, that is is probably my favorite. Um, Not 100%. Again, I mentioned that Jamie and I eat vegan um, and are vegan. um, But that's probably my favorite non-vegan place that, that, that has food that we can eat. You know, there's other places that are 100% vegan that we love, but that place has awesome vegetarian and vegan options. It's got a great place, special place in my heart. Uh, we often do special occasions there. Like, and my parents are like, hey, why don't we come over and we can order some food? I'm like, oh, can we now? And you're paying uh, Saigon Spring. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I want some Saigon Spring right now. Oh, yeah, they're closed yeah. by a lot. You know, the only place that's open at this late hour would probably be Burger King or um, Taco Bell. I've never been to Taco Bell. You're really not missing much. Never been. Now People we seem to love it. So we kicked off the podcast talking about um, uh, our host for the St. Andrew's Day party that we talked about. Yes. Um, that was Giles Edwards. And Giles and I used to... We knew each other from doing summer theater mm-hmm. um, at Siena, out of Siena College. And, you know, he would, you know, either be uh, the narrator of the play or, you know, have a part in the play. Or, or at one point we were all um, counselors, for lack of a better term, like leading the kids who were in the play. So we were there to kind of shepherd them mm-hmm. and, and help them through uh, the, summer, the summer theater process. But it was like a tradition, like after every rehearsal – Giles and myself and and a bunch of guys we'd all go to like the Latham Taco Bell and I grew um, accustomed to ordering the chicken quesadilla which came with this Mm -hmm. like crazy sauce inside of it that took like already fat melty cheese and already fat you know disgusting chicken Mm -hmm. with tortilla and like took it to somehow another level so like if you have to go get the chicken quesadilla it was like two dollars it's probably four dollars now but it was out of this world good. Never been. I'm not saying go, but I'm saying like if you find your way there and you're like, oh no, like I only have four dollars. What do I do? You can get like beans there, right? Like for I do. So stuff? so for the vegans, like if you substitute out the meat for black beans mm-hmm. and then just take out the cheese and instead of cheese, add guacamole. You can have a perfectly fine crunch wrap supreme mm-hmm. or uh, or potato and bean burrito like you know there's stuff you can eat there but in general it's pretty bland without you know the meat based on my my lust for taco bell in my pre-vegan days and and my lack thereof uh in my post one of these days i will try taco bell i'd say i'd want to be there for it but i don't really you know you can you can do the day when i first try you can do that on your own time um well this was a lot of fun caitlin i had a i had a blast going through this you know these these 
suggestions. I'm, I'm glad we both got the ones that we did. I feel like I had fun uh, writing and performing mine. Uh, you mm-hmm. feel the same way? I do. I would, uh, I would do this again for another special, especially if our lovely uh, listeners send us some suggestions. So we've always had people send us suggestions for actual jingles they want us to review. But yeah, let's open it up. If you um, come up with a, a, a business, or better yet, if you own a business and you would like to hear our you know, tongue-in-cheek take on what we could do for you, or if you actually want us to, to go all out and give you something that, that you might want to use, we could do it either way. We're going to have a fun time uh, no matter which uh, way we have to go with it. Or if you have a local business and you think it would be funny if they had a jingle made by some funny people, oh, yeah. that's our specialty. You know, and we won't make you put it on the air. Just put it on your social media and tag the heck out of our podcast, you know, because, uh, you know, the podcast is, is blowing up, but we think we can go bigger. I it do. be blowered up or more. Blower straight up. Um, it's going to be great. But now this last time we said, hey, it's going to be a long time till our next episode. Who's to say when we're going to record again, Caitlin? Who can say? Who can say? <laughs> um, but we'll do it again another time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when that time comes, you folks who subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify. Oh, that that reminds me. Well, I was going to say you'll be the first to know. So you do you ever listen to anything on Spotify? Yes, I do. Do you get that Spotify wrapped for the, you know, the year? Like, this is your Spotify wrapped up, like, report. I maybe is, have that in you're my like, y- email. Your but... number one artist is, like, Florence and the Machine or something like that. Like, it gives you something. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess I did listen to two of their songs versus one of several others. This is a thing that I know exists. I don't pay attention to mine. So I don't pay attention to mine because I don't listen. Like, Spotify is not my primary mm-hmm. way to listen to anything. You know, I've got a lot of vinyl. I've got CDs. Um, and then the only place that I really stream anything would be like on Amazon music because it's connected to my Alexa at home. And like, I'm like, I'm washing dishes. It's time to throw on some toad, the wet sprocket mm-hmm. or something. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that it's an accurate snapshot of what I'm into, even though I do like toad, the wet sprocket, but as podcasters who send our podcast to Spotify, they give you as like kind of like an artist, um, a wrap of your own to tell you about like how you're doing statistically mm-hmm. and um you know like they were like oh you're up 300 percent from last year and all this crazy stuff okay. but but it's only counting the streams from spotify so it's not accurate in my opinion uh not my opinion and i've researched it it's definitely not accurate but take a guess what was the number one listened to episode on spotify of our show in 2023 which jingle do you think was number one um can you remind me some of the jingles that we did in 2023? Uh, well, I mean, it could be. It, it doesn't matter when we produced the jingle. Waterside World. Um, no, that's a good guess though. I, I would say that's one of our top jingles overall. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, no, the number one jingle from Spotify in 2023 that was listened to in 2023, mm-hmm. Marine Land. Which to me is pretty funny considering when I look at the overall statistics across mm-hmm. all platforms, it's one of the worst performing ones we have. Um, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to let's talk stats. Why don't we? Because we're everyone loves Marine Land. And I really like the Marine Land episode. I think just we don't really have a big enough reach into Canada. that part of New York mm-hmm. and then, you know, into Canada, obviously, where they are out of. So, you know, we didn't get like the local listeners. Um, let's take a look, though. I'm going to look at all time. 
Everyone loves Marine Land. So I will say this, like not to toot our own horn, but in 2021, we had a total of, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little, 427 plays. You know, we didn't have a ton of episodes, but in 2021. That's like once one a day. It's over one a day. That's pretty, somebody is listening to us every day. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, 2022, we upped it to 528 listeners or plays, you know, so streams. Wow, wow, wow. So we went from 427 to 528. 2023, how many streams do you think we had? From 528, where'd we go? Don't overdo it or else we're going to like... 785. 2,166. So we are killing it. We are, you know, really, we are up 310% versus last year. I did not think we were going to cross 1,000 there. That's very good. But the reason is, is because the Times Union, thankfully, you know, Roe Schneider and the gang, Mm -hmm. they, they... you know, brought some attention to us and, and then people keep tuning in, which is even better. So um, top performing episodes of all time. Um, that doesn't look right. That's actually really weird. These are not the right numbers. So I'm not going to. Hang on. Last 12 months. That's weird. These I'm not going to rely on these numbers anymore because I know that we have well or a lot higher than a lot of these numbers because I've seen them before and it seems bizarre. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're talking about within the last year, but comfort windows and doors, comfort which is the one I was talking about, by the way, the one that doesn't say comfort windows and doors until the very end. All the way down to the floor. Yes, exactly. That one is one of our top performing tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, the bonus episode that we did with Bob Button of the Sharks, remember yes. we, we did Let's Have a Party Albany and then uh-huh. later we did the bonus episode. That's one of the top performing episodes. Well, that's a credit to you because that was a solo episode, kind of. Yeah, I guess I was the only one who... But, I mean, we, we included the a, par- a portion of the interview in the Let's mm-hmm. Have a Party Albany episode, and then we put out the full episode with Bob as well, or, or a bonus, you know, full interview, I should say. So that one's done really well for us, too. Um, I know for a fact that Martin Hardy and, and Mazzotti was our best performing one. So here it is. That has uh, 225 plays which, you know, is substantially more than, than several others. Um, but Marineland, on the other hand, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm, like, giving this all away. It's not like we have advertisers who are going to be like, hey, you said you had more plays. But um, Marineland, on the other hand, was substantially less overall. I wonder if I can even find it. Do, 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 do. This is good podcasting. It's kind of, I'm interested. Don't look, again, don't look at these. They're not accurate. Okay. You actually have to click on them. Here's Marineland. Marine Land, 105. So like less than half of our top episode. So, but Spotify seems to like them. Okay. So our, our listeners on Spotify, they're big fans of, uh, of Marine Land. And I recommend you go back and listen to that one because that one has a lot of like funny um, and interesting history about the advertiser. A lot of escondolo about uh, Marine Land. Season one, episode five. And that was around when we, I think, started to hit our, our mm-hmm. stride. And like we had... The first like two or three episodes, like I was really trying to stick to formats like, give me three things you liked, three things you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was too, we were too structured and it was my fault. Um, but this has been a blast. I'm glad we got to We've sneak in. We've loosened up considerably since yeah. the beginning. Well, I'm, I'm really glad we get to sneak in one more episode at mm-hmm. the end of 2023. And this, this episode's going to come out right around the holidays, like maybe even close to uh, the eve of New Christmas. Or, or no, that's a good idea. We'll do it between. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that way you get it one more time. But folks, we promise we'll be back for season three because we love doing what we do and we love doing it for you. 
Um, but thank you for tuning in. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll wish you all a happy new year because it's going to be about that time. Until next time, though, I'm Don Ferlazzo. I'm Caitlin Kay. And this has been... Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the jingle. jingle. Holiday special. Happy holidays, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.